Welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Relief, everybody. I'm your host, Jacob, and with me, as always, is my co-host, JP. What's up, guys? How's it going? Um, Jacob, we got yelled at. Yes, yes, yes. We, you know what? We're getting yelled at. I don't even mean yelled at by people. Our fans are absolutely in the right about this. You know what? We totally deserve it. You know, slap on the wrist for both of us. Um, We've been slacking off, but not because of laziness like there's a lot going on but we're gonna do better i promise you you have my word and jp's we're gonna do better and we're gonna be better i promise you just stop yelling at me i don't like being yelled at yeah i feel like i'm four years old and i got my hand caught in the cookie jar yeah we will be on a consistent schedule we're gonna do a weekly show promise we will be there yes uh, let's go ahead and talk about one thing before we get started. Let's go ahead and talk about the recent passing of a uh, Harry Potter cast member, uh, Helen McCoy. McCoy, she passed away this week from cancer and the hell with cancer. That's all I got to say. F um, cancer. Guys, yeah, F cancer all the way. Uh, she was an amazing actress. She's been in everything. She was she was Malfoy's mom. Narcissa and, Malfoy, yes. Yeah, and, and she was just a really, like, really great actress. She was a sweetheart. And I do feel for everybody. And I do wish her and her family the best. So, and say thank you to an amazing actress. Yes, the entertainment industry truly lost a great actress this last week. And we salute her for all of her work that she's done. Exactly. Um, but, you know, what really is sad about that is, like, I didn't know she was sick. Kind of like Chadwick, yeah, you know? Nobody did. They keep that so under wraps and like finding out Chadwick died uh, like all of a sudden I'm like, no, he did. Oh my God, he did. Yeah, like, I, we, I thought it was we a lost it. death hoax. I thought it was one of those internet hoaxes that they just put out there that Chadwick Boseman died and then they his family an hour later confirmed it. Oh yeah. It was just like, uh, okay, what the what the hell? Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things where we all have to deal with it. And it's sad. It breaks all our hearts. And uh, I, I know it breaks the family's heart. She was so young. She was like 50 in her 50s. Yeah, 52, so, I believe. Yeah, and uh, that's, just, that's just terrible, you know? It's too young. Yeah, exactly. It's way too young. No matter what kind of cancer it is, it's too young. Exactly. Any cancer is too young. So, yeah. again... Rest in peace. Thank you very much for everything, man. Great. Thank you for all the memories. So let's talk about some trailers, shall we? Oh, there's, there's some good ones that came out, and especially today, on April 19th, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, dropped this morning. And man, did I get hyped. This is Phase 4 kicking off at full swing. This, this like, seeing the this just keep going like this like disney's hitting home runs with their series absolutely left and right and it's it's not like oh they're gonna do pretty good here they're gonna no they are hitting home runs with everything they have not disappointed so we finally get to see who the mandarin is the real one it's not trevor 
the actor in Iron Man. Olé, 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 olé. We finally get the real Mandarin, Shang Chi's father. And you know what? I actually really like the design of the Ten Rings, how they did it. They look more like bracelets and gauntlets. It looks great, rather than the rings from the the yeah, comic book. Well, well it's, a... it's getting away from the Infinity Stones. Well, here here it is. I think the Mandarin has the actual rings like on the fingers and everything. But I think he made like the bracelet rings, you know what I mean? Well, we don't know. It's just questionable because, first of all, the martial arts, the little that we saw, I was like, oh. You know what? And it, it's so cool because obviously Shang-Chi, for those that don't know, was created in the 70s because it was inspired by Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. And they just rode that wave. I mean, yes, there was a lot of stereotypical stuff that they've gotten away from now, but that's what the main inspiration was. And boy, does it deliver on so many different styles of the Kung Fu movies that we've come to know and love our entire lives. Well, here it is. So I've been watching, I'm doing uh, Will Assassins right now. Okay, and I'm really getting it. It's really, really well done martial arts choreographing, and the storyline's pretty good. But you know, you look at TV shows lately. You look at Into the Badlands, Blue Assassins, all these TV shows, like the new TV show on the uh, the the CW, the uh, Kung Fu, mm. the new Kung Fu. They are stepping up their game to bring back traditional like almost traditional style kung fu movies you know from back in the day and oh seriously these are just starting to really really kick it up a notch this one really kicked it up a notch because you saw so many great cast members yeah it's this is i'm so hyped for this the the limited fight sequences that we saw got me amped up so much and, like, yeah. and this is one of those movies where I can already like uh, I'm I'm not worried about it being the trailer overhyping us, you know, showing us all the good stuff. From everything that I know about this, they pulled absolutely no stops to make sure that this was action packed. I agree, one hundred percent. They literally everybody that's in this series has stepped up their training. They did everything. You know, and that's what we've been needing to see. I think, and I'm going to say this, I'm going out on a limb here, tell me if I'm wrong, but after seeing Keanu Reeves do the first John Wick movie and they watched the behind the scenes and they saw what he was doing for the second and third one, they're like, if Keanu Reeves at 50 years old can do this stuff, why can't our current younger actors step it up? Yeah, that's how it, it should have always been. but. Honestly, I I can't wait. Oh, no, the guy. And when's it come out again? Uh, September 3rd, I believe. It, it, it's amazing because, again, Disney Plus is hitting home runs with their TV series. And I got four people to watch. Like They, they were afraid to watch WandaVision because they heard all the critics. And then they talked to me. And these are people from TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, everything. And I go, just watch it. I promise. No one's used to it. You guys aren't used to it. This series is going to be, again, kicking up a notch for everybody. 
And speaking of WandaVision, Disney just put in its bid at the Emmys, and it's confirmed now that it is a limited series. There will not be a season two. I knew I, I knew it. I knew it. So um, that finally confirms it. Uh, I have higher hopes that Falcon and Winter Soldier will be a, will have a second season. Now, with other... Uh, I got some big-time MCU rumors that I've been sitting on for a while, guys. And you know what? I've decided I'm just going to divulge and let you know. Uh-oh. Should I be worried? Should maybe I be not, concerned? Maybe not for your sake. No, I'm talking about for everybody else's sake. I'm not talking about me. I care less about me. I'm asking for everybody else. Well, I'm just going to jump right into it because... Let's hear it. I can't hold it in anymore, guys. Okay. Um, Spider-Man 3, it's been up in the air for a long time that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not confirmed to be in the movie, even though a lot of people like our sources know the truth. Now, I'm I'm not giving away with my sources because I have a good reputation with them, a good relationship, but that doesn't stop me from reporting the news that other people are slipping up. So I'm keeping my secrets. However, some people can't keep theirs. And that's what I'm going to tell you. Tobey Maguire's Spanish actor for the Spider-Man movies has confirmed that he is doing another Spider-Man movie. This quickly got removed off of Instagram immediately because he messed up. And it's, we'll the, same, and it's the same reason that uh, Evan Peters... Uh, Spanish voice actor got busted from Disney Plus too when he was bust when he gave away that he was Quicksilver. But okay, I'm- I gotta say this right now, guys, just shut your mouths. Seriously, it's not that hard. Keep the suspense. Well, yes, we're gonna find out secrets here and there that we tell each other, but we can't tell you because we're on a we don't want to burn bridges. We're on an honor code. I don't want to. I'm not burning any of my bridges. I respect these people way too much. Also, in the actual cast and crew signed poster, you can see Tobey Maguire's signature. So look at it if you want. You can find it. It's hidden. They did not do that. I saw that. I saw that. And Disney quickly took it away once everyone started spotting his signature. That was there. Toby, there's Toby. Yes, it's very slight, and he might have just. Did it really fast, but it's there. And also, Andrew Garfield's stunt double did an Instagram post tagging Tom Holland's stunt double in a stunt that they did. That one, to me, seems a little bit more on purpose. Just a wee bit there. Okay, here, here's here's the thing. I understand you guys do these stunts and they're rad. Do you want to show them off? Because sometimes the stunts that they want to show off and they do don't get onto the big screen at all. And for those of you saying like, oh, well, this can't be just a coincidence. Um, I think JP could tell you just as much as anybody that people that are stunt stuntmen, they know each other in the business. It's not like they're just like, oh, they became buddy buddy on the set. They probably have actually known each other a long time. I can neither deny or confirm your allegation, sir. I plead the fifth. I do not recall. I do not recall the situation you were talking about. No, it is true. It's 100% true. 
I haven't been in the movie business for almost actually a little over 20 years. I haven't really been into it, but I still have connections. I still have a friend from 20 years ago still doing stunts, still doing movies. Like he did heels. He was, he's part of the heels project with Stephen Amell and Alexander Ludwig, you know? And he talked about it. He came to me and asked for me for some advice. And I told him, just go to some wrestling schools in that area. They'll help. You know? Yeah, if you want if you really want to to learn, there's people are gonna be there to help. That's all I'm saying, folks. Exactly. Now, so but the way I feel, I like when like here it is. Stunt crew, production crew, we are literally the chatty Cathy's around the, the watering hole talking shit the most. I'm you guys not gonna... are the biggest gossip bitches ever. You have no idea. <laughs> like, we are worse than a knitting circle or a, a book club <laughs> ever. Like, oh, like the stories I heard about Robert Downey Jr. pretty much doing his meals for, you know, everybody once a week. <laughs> is, 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 oh, like, when you hear Anthony Mackie talks about it, he goes, that, that motherfucker, you know, it, it's actually 100% true. Okay. Also, I'm going to jump on another rumor that we had talked about Uh-oh. in a previous episode about your girl, Jennifer Lawrence. Which girl? Which girl? What, 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 who are you talking about? Well, Jennifer Lawrence was cited on the set of Thor 4. Along with Russell Crowe. Well, this just adds to the fact that she is still the favorite in the running to be Sue Storm. Now you guys are saying, oh, she's in a Thor movie. Like, oh, no, 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 everyone. She might have been filming an end credit scene. She was not there on set for very long. So was a uh, certain Jonathan Krasinski. That, that also was what I had heard. I, don't, I know that Jennifer Lawrence was confirmed on set, but I don't know about John. Well, he's, he's confirmed. Okay. Well, I, can, I can say it now. He is confirmed. There you go. And to my knowledge, from what I'm allowed to tell, Fantastic Four, the movie will be set after Secret Invasion. That is confirmed. Um, Also that I found out, and I can say it now since you broke it before I did, Mr. Harvey was there as Johnny Storm. Mr. Who? Say it again? Montgomery. Montgomery. Oh, Baker? The guy from Power Rangers? Baker Montgomery. Baker Montgomery, he was there. He, it is confirmed. He is no longer in the running to play Wolverine. I think it's because the whole Wolverine thing is not going to happen for a very long time. And I think they gave him a bigger movie contract to be Johnny Storm. Teacher, teacher, I got, I got, I got something to say. Okay, before you blow your pants, JP, what is it? <laughs> Nick. Um... That might be happening sooner than we think. It's not confirmed yet, but it's getting closer to it. Just to give you a heads up. Well, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, too, because we're going to talk right uh, about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was correct, everyone, when I said there was a 98% chance or whatever percentage I gave that they were going to put the word patch. However, it was not Wolverine character at all. It was the patch act. It was the Patch Act, yes. But we will find out why that name was created for it as well. Because everybody, 
episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier was just wow. It's it got good. It like this series for uh, being only six episodes has gotten so so good. We have the last episode on Friday. Friday, the finale, which everyone get ready for the whole Falcon and Winter Soldier series review. Yes, we're going to talk about it all. Just all six episodes. We're going to go through it and we're just going to be like ripping into everything, every small detail. And understand, here it is. After John murdered that boy, he murdered him. There was there was no. Oh, that 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 scene um, that hurts, particularly because he was a fan of Captain America growing up when you watch that episode earlier into it. I mean, that's just, it, it sucks, but it takes a lot of iconic moments from the Captain America series, a lot of callbacks. But here, here it is. This is the thing. John Walker is U.S. agent. He is meant to be the prick that we hate and the son of a bitch wannabe of Captain America. He is. And when he took the super, super soldier serum, it makes a good man great and a bad man terrible. Enough said. You know? Come yeah. on. And you know what? It, it's kind of funny, too, because uh, I was actually on, on on TV the other night. I was actually watching Captain America, the first Avenger, and seeing all of the callbacks from it that it's, it's taking from everything. The whole entire show. And if you guys are a little bit confused about when you're watching it, um, there are some weird edits in the show because of COVID. The show's original intention was supposed to be centered around biological warfare, such as a virus. Um, when the pandemic happened, they were already in the middle of shooting it. And when they shut down, they said all the executives at Marvel, Disney said, we can't do that. We can't. Um, point the finger at anybody because of this whole pandemic that's going on. They had to do a lot of reshoots. And there's that's why there's a lot of weird dialogue and weird edits and cuts in there. So I agree. I it it is. It's home. very difficult. When you have something like this, like when you know an actor is sick or hurt and it cuts out and you see you see the small little things and it, it it's hard because without that main actor you can't do anything. You can't even shoot the other scenes. Yeah, so. you, you can see that in their uh, ADR, which is additional recording that they do for it, which is like uh, with Sharon Carter when they went back to her her place and they're talking with her and she's doing a lot of talking off screen where they're looking at other actors and she's talking. That was all added in later to make it fit. And if damn it, if they didn't do a good job, because they they're really making it work. No, they do, and that and you know, as things slowly progress to be a reopening, not having to wear the masks, being able to film and do everything that they can, and actually step up, things are going to progress nicely and get better, which is great for the world. And but here it is. So in the movie, in the series, the one thing I liked was the the banter between Zemo and Bucky and Sokovia. Oh, great. I actually really like, I, I don't know how they did it. They make you like Zemo. 
I know in Civil and, War. You know what it is? And, you, and, they got more into. He got more depth. And the fact that he's, you know, is still that guy who uses his brain over brawn and still uses that military training when he's a rich son of a bitch. It's just that uh, Marvel, I think one of the reasons why the Marvel formula works so well is because their villains are not just so vanilla. Not everything no, is not. not everything is white and black with them. It's like you feel for the villain why they do the things they do and why they feel the way they are, rather than just like in the comic books and cartoons that we all grew up loving and knowing that it's like, oh, I hate the bad guy. You're my nemesis. Huh? I'm gonna kill <laughs> you. <laughs> well, yeah. here, here when the fight between I can't say the name, forgive me. The Wakandan Guard. I'm just calling them the Wakanda Guard. I forget how to say their names. Dharma okay? Yeah, Dharma Malaj. With Oye? That's not Okoye. No, Oye. Or Oye. Oye. Either way, the Dharma Malaj. The Dharma Malaj fight scene with John, and Bucky's just sitting there going, You're doing great, John. Oh, yeah, he's not getting involved at all. On purpose. Well, you got to understand, Bucky has a relationship with the Wakandans. He is known as the White Wolf, but as of right now, he's in time out from being allowed in Wakanda. Well, I think a, a good show that they could have done was shown us how he became the White Wolf. Um, that's not just something that they gave him. That is an, an important name um, that is given in the comic books. Well, here it is. He has been signed off to be in Black Panther 2. So there is going to be a little bit more depth of the reasons why he's a little bit the White Wolf. But if the rumors are true and there's a season two, they want to get further into that reason that would, why he is the White Wolf. And that would be awesome because um, obviously in the scene where she disengages his arm by using pressure points, and which was like, awesome. Wait, that was what just awesome. Happened? What just yeah. happened? And he was like Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. <laughs> but the point I'm making with the Zemo thing, Zemo automatically thought he is still a killer. He's just going to kill me right here now. C kill me. And Bucky pulled the trigger and dumped the bullets. I'm like, oh, be still my heart. That is the greatest thing you could have ever done to somebody like that. Well, it, it it also means that he is truly making amends for being the Winter Soldier. Um, th there's a lot of layers to Bucky that they're they're getting into, and I really really love it because Sebastian Stan is I think he's perfect for the role. Uh, you know, I I mean, uh, it all worked out for him because you know obviously they go he went for Captain America, and then they offered him the role of Bucky Barnes, and him not knowing the the magnitude of the character and obviously nobody knew where they were going to take this character to. And it's just, Oh, I can see him being in movie, like a, the phase four for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here it is. So as you move forward, you had after that fight scene with John, that was a beautiful fight scene, by the way, that was really awesome. So again, fight scenes going through the roof. And again, Stun double. Sons need to get an Oscar. Moving forward. Um, 
Amen. I'm pushing. I'm pushing for it. I am too. Louis Tan has been pushing for it since training for Mortal Kombat. Hell, Keanu Reeves has been pushing for it since Matrix. You know, and you got, you know, you got Jason Momoa pushing for it. If we got all the actors on board, I think we should see it soon. But moving forward, so that fight scene when Falcon means got ripped off, and he's sitting there and everything, and he gives the wings to Torres. To Torres. That right there was the biggest Easter egg I've ever seen in my life. Seriously. Well, it, it, I mean, obviously with this MCU, this Marvel Universe that it's set in, um, obviously Falcon is not an actual flying dude that can talk to Red Wing, his actual bird. It's all technological and it's really cool. And Torres most likely is not going to turn into an actual bird either, but he will take on on the mantle of Falcon. Here's the thing. In the comics, it does happen that way. Yeah, exactly. So, So we're looking at Torres to be the next Falcon and I love the I love the training montage. I love that montage. That was a, one of the best training montages they've done in a long time for Sam training with the shield. He looked great. Also, did you see all of the Easter eggs and callbacks they did for that too? Yes, the I framing. did. Sam was all the way on the left, and he was not centered in frame. They left enough room for someone to be on your left and then as he's running and he's going around the house seeing his nephews on your left day all day i can do this all day he is captain america now i'm still like like what's what's in the box what's in the box i'm like oh here's the thing is it a new set of wings or is it his own cap suit i'm gonna go with option b yeah, I I believe it's cap suit. I, I you know what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the first to say it. I hope that the Wakandans had a super soldier formula for him, gave it to Sam, gave him a suit, and let him become the the first black Captain America, which I want more than ever in my life. Yeah, yeah look, I've always been a a a voice in Bucky's corner to be Captain America because he does eventually and in other iterations, but Sam Wilson is the perfect choice. I agree 100%. He's the epitome of a good man. I, I'm i a huge fan of Bucky's, always have been, always will be, but he is his own entity. He has his own demons. He's facing them. He's coming to terms, and he's becoming... He's facing these things. He's not running from them anymore. He's facing everybody now. Now, that heart-to-heart with him and Sam was one of the best heart-to-hearts written today. I was waiting for that because, obviously, Sam is a, you know, a PTSD counselor for veterans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't get to showcase his skills uh, to Carly because John Walker screwed that up. He screwed up that trust and that relationship. That he he had was her. almost there. He was like literally had her like, had, like come on, come, I got you, you son of a. But here it is. One thing I liked about the, this uh, this episode, last episode was 
why didn't you use the metal arm? I forget about it. Like, and I'm a righty, so you know, I just do it. Yeah, that I thought was like, okay, that totally makes sense. You know, especially if you have a prosthetic that you don't really realize. You know, and that's the thing, and that's the one thing about he gave a shout out to to military veterans and personnel who have lost limbs who still use certain limbs over others. You know, you have the prosthetic leg. Why do you still use that leg? I'm a righty. I'm a lefty, you know, and that was a sign of respect sitting there saying you can do it no matter what. I would actually, you know, I'd like to see, uh, there, there is on YouTube. And I'm sorry to digress for a minute, but I, I swear it does have a point. It has a point people, um, that there is a YouTube channel, uh, lab Bible, and they, they've shown, um, veterans interviewing each other, uh, like, uh, an Afghan Iraqi veteran interviewing a world war ii a korean war a vietnam veteran and it's very powerful stuff and that would be cool if like i mean they kind of already did have their heart to heart but it would be cool for them as military men to talk about their experiences i mean obviously bucky could talk about you know kicking nazi and hydra ass you know but then again he he was hydra for the better part of 60 years uh but we don't so go I, there. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think something like that, if we could just watch two of the characters have dialogue like that for a half hour, would be cool. I'm still in love with, like, that scene with Sam and the, uh, what's his name? Isaiah Bradley. Thank you. Isaiah was very, very powerful thing. That was one of the most powerful scenes. It, it totally coincides with what's going on today. It does. That's exactly the point. And, you know, as as I sit here and say this, and I'm not getting political, I'm not a political person, I don't play that game, but here it is. He showed the truth of then, but Sam is going to show the truth for now. He's going to show them it's time for you, for, for us to stand together and be more, and I'm going to do it as Captain America. And I'm going to love every minute of it. Yeah, I... I totally support everything that this show is doing. It needs to be set. It's been well overdue. I agree 100%. But I'll say this right now. This next episode, the, the end credit. Can we get to the end credit, please? Wait, wait, before we, before we get to that, let's talk about the woman. Uh, the secret cameo that we've been building up to the whole, uh, at least for a few weeks. Yes. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with you here. I was surprised, but I was disappointed. Okay, explain. Well, from my understandings, it was either going to be, it was hyped up. Nobody told me that I, I it was built up in my mind that it was either going to be Steve Rogers or it was going to be um, T'Challa, Black Panther. Well, did, but here's the thing. We got a preview of it. Where was uh, Shuri? This is true. Okay. Yes, I, I'm not going to lie. They picked a great character to come in, be that agent woman in uh, Julia Madam Louise Hydra. Dreyfus. Huh? Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra, you know. Um, but I'll say this right now. She's a great character. And like you and I have been talking, I, I feel Power Broker. 
Yes, um, I I am actually on board with this that her being the power broker. Um, here is one thing I'm going to share with you guys: why Falcon and Winter Soldier was pushed back so far. Black Widow was supposed to come out last year, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out this year. The secret cameo, Julia, mm-hmm. who is Dreyfus, is in Black Widow. And she's she has a pretty big role in that movie, from what I've been told. So it was supposed to coincide with that, like, the timeline. But here's the thing. Her character is Valentina. Mm-hmm. So she could be possibly part of the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you you might it might be one hundred percent right, but you know what? It doesn't matter when she goes. You finally get her. She can do both. You know, just that's great. And I'm going to say it right now. I think we're going to get some twists tomorrow uh, on Friday. Oh, absolutely. This is just the beginning. It's the tip of the iceberg, everyone. Like it's you have no idea. John Walker built that thing with a box of scraps in a cave. No, he didn't do it in a cave, everybody. But that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like Iron Man montage. And really nice. well, here, well, hold on. Let's talk about one thing. You look at the situation and the in the ending. Just so, just so we're on the same page, <clears throat> that shield doesn't belong to the American government. Nope. It belongs to the Wakandans. All right. So, I, I he, here's the thing. Oh, here we go. It's going to get into a little bit of nerdy lore, but this is what this show's all about. Um, in Harry Potter, the goblins really want the Sword of Gryffindor because it was made by goblins. Okay. Now, granted, it was made by goblins. So they think that they have ownership of it because they're the craftsmen, not the person who paid for it, you know, that owns it. Right. So, their logic of thinking is that ownership, when that person dies, goes back to the creator. Okay. So with the creator of it, you know, I mean, you could say the the Wakandans because it's vibranium, or it goes back to the Starks. It goes back to Pepper Potts because she's the only living kin of Tony Stark. Or, you know, I guess we can make a case for Morgan. Now, Morgan Morgan is uh, the last Stark standing, first of all. Well, yes, but I'm talking about somebody responsible. Good point. Um, I'm going to say this. The Wakandans felt Steve was the true owner of the shield. They didn't want it back. So when Steve gave it to Sam, which he should have kept, they they feel that Sam is still the rightful owner, in my opinion. I agree. John is not the rightful owner. It's not the American government. It is whoever Captain America is. Whoever the captain gives the shield to. That's the way I see it. Yeah, totally agree. 100%. And that's how Bucky sees it. But then again, we get that that's why Sam makes this decision because he feels that it's the right thing to do to give it up because when 
Steve was put in that same situation, he gave up the shield. So, yes, it does belong to him, but it, it belongs to the person who is the good person that has a conscience. So, yeah, everything mirrors why Steve's decision was right and final. I agree. Um, so, moving on to the, the, that, that lovely end credit scene. Yes, that that we digress from again. <laughs> oh no, we 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 change, Well, we wanted to talk about the other things first. So yeah, we digress, but we digress for the right reasons. Uh, so here it is. John is making a new shield, but what's it made out of? That is the question. It can't be made out of anything stronger than steel. I, I'm sorry. Um, Don't be sorry. Be truthful. I, it looks so. Uh, look. John Walker's shield looks like something you get off Wish and the and the Captain America shield is something you get off Amazon. Come on, let's be real here. Oh my god. But I mean, you could say that about Agent US Agent and Captain America, so it's it's all a knockoff. Jacob. Look, Wyatt Russell is amazing. Look. Oh no, great. he played he's so happy. Like he he got so much heat for this role. He loves it. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it, no. you know, this is the best thing ever. I mean, you, you, love him or hate him, you're still talking about him. Oh, they, you know what? Everybody's 50-50. All the, all the reviews, all the people I've talked to, they say they love him or they hate him. They love the, they, and, and, and that means everybody. But here it is. He's using medals and things he's gotten over the years. And the fact that you saw his... Like, that metal, like that metal, made me go, "Oh damn, no, he's not." <gasps> he did. Yeah. Medal of Honor. He put the Medal of Honor on this shield. Oh, melted he really... it onto the shield. Huh? He melted it onto the shield. Yeah. In other words, he's just gone cuckoo crazy. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna say that I blame him though. Because not only did he get a dishonorable discharge, he got stripped of everything. His whole livelihood. Well, no, he got honorable discharge. He didn't get dis, dis, dishonorable discharge. Oh, he he still bet. got, but he lost all everything. He lost everything. I mean, rank, his rank, benefits, pension, everything. And this is where the real U.S. agent, I, I feel. She might be the power broker, but I also feel she might be part of the CIA or S.W.O.R.D. Valentina. Well, in comic book lore, we're not going to get all into that. No, I'm just saying. She is a spy that spies on Nick Fury. So uh, I'll, I'll leave that up for you guys to research and do with that what you will. But I think the finale is going to be explosive. Oh yeah, we're going to, like I said, the next episode you get, guys, is only Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're just going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's it. We're not going to talk about anything else. Yeah, our, uh, yeah, our next our next episode is going to be our series review and series finale of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then, we're not done yet. Oh no. 
we're going to do another one for you guys. We are going to review the long-anticipated, long-awaited Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Here, here's how I feel. Uh, I'm going to watch the first one. I'm going to watch the YouTube one. I'm not going to watch the second one because I don't want to go stupid crazy. Um, but I'm going to say this right now. Hear my words. I'm saying it. Open ears. I'm going to watch, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to watch the Mortal Kombat, the very first one in 95. Then I'm going to watch the one that the YouTubers made. Then I'm going to watch this new one. And I, I feel we're going to get everything we wanted and more in this movie the reviews are already great like i'm getting a 90 like i i have gotten nothing but great feedback at 98 percent. 98 percent. that's high for reviews yeah it's gonna be uh, you know what i'm not even afraid to say it epic and here's the thing the director the writer they are fanboys. They want to do it justice. You know? And that's all that matters to me. Thank you for giving it justice. Yeah. And you know what? Before we head out, I have to give a shout out to my friend, longtime friend, Dolores, and her best friend, Zach. They have their own little podcast over there. You want to check them out. It's really cool. They do a lot of, you know, spooky, scary stories um, and true crime you know, a lot of cool, interesting stuff. It's called Camp Insomnia. All the campers gather around the campfire because it's going to be story time over there. And I'll tell you, it's really awesome. I've already given them five stars, not because they're my friends, but because it actually is a really good show. Really entertaining as well. So go ahead, check them out. They're on everything. They're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple. You name it, they're on it. And you know what? So are we. And we're going to be working really hard to get on YouTube, guys. We're, we're getting really close. We're going to get there. I promise you. We are. We're, we're, we're literally inches away from being on YouTube where you can see our pretty faces and say, we know those guys. So with that being said, Jacob and I would like to thank you for coming to your daily dose of the ER.